Matthew 24, 6, Jesus said, You shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. We live in a time, countries are on the brink of war, and we know that these are troublesome times. These are difficult times. That's why this next point is important. We must envelop everything in prayer and worship. This is our victory, church. Yes, we do what is morally responsible in terms of obeying laws and voting in elections and everything like that. But ultimately, we know the battle is won in the heavenlies before it will ever be seen on earth. Do you believe that today? Do you realize that the battle for your life, your health, the battle for your kids, the battle for your spouses, your marriages, and your grandkids and great-grandkids, all of that, the battle for them is won first in the heavenlies through prayer and intercession before you ever see it on earth. Do I say that counseling and the like is not important or is not needful? Certainly it is. But I'm telling you that you can do a lot of things, but you can't do anything until you have prayed. Do all that you can. But if you do all that you can and you don't pray, you have not done enough. You have left something lacking. He said, we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Do you see yourself in heaven? Do you see your family there? Do you see your loved ones there? What do you see right now? How does the heavenly host view you right now? How do they view your situation? How do they view your job? How do they view your career? How do they view your marriage? How do they view your children? Is God sitting in heaven right now and saying in regards to your job, well, buddy, I'm sorry about that, but <laughs> that's all she wrote. You don't have a job anymore, and I don't have any either. Just grin and bear it. Hang in there. I don't know. I just made that up. But how does he view your marriage? How does he view your marriage? Can you imagine God saying, you know what? I thought that was a good idea for y'all to get married, but, you know, now I've changed my mind. I'm, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't be married anymore. No, God don't say that. Man says that. See, there is no marriage situation that God can't fix. There is no pregnant girl that God can't fix. God can take care of that baby. He preserved the life of Moses. He preserved the life of Jesus. He can preserve the life of that unborn child. He can preserve that marriage. He can preserve those children. How many of you have had children that you have laid on your face before God and said, Oh God, if you don't do something with them, I'm going to strangle them. Been there? And God did something in you and said, Just settle down. I've got them in my hands. You just trust me. You just teach them and trust me. I can change them. I know it looks impossible, but I can change them. I can bring them back to me. I can redirect their life. How many of you have ever given up on someone? Don't raise your hand. You've ever just absolutely come to your wit's end and you've said, I've had it. I've done everything I can do. And then comes that, that very spiritual statement. I'm just turning you over to the Lord. What does that mean? I'm turning you over to the Lord. If you check it out in the context, it means that you're giving God permission to... Woo, boy. Do you really want to do that? God? You stop just short of saying God put his lights out. You stop just short of that. God, whatever it takes, don't let somebody pray that prayer for you if you know about it. 
Stop them. Tell them, don't pray like that for me. Right? Because that's the way my wife prayed for me. I had a good life until she prayed that prayer. I had direction. Wasn't for God. And she prayed that prayer. Lost my job. Couldn't pay my rent. Was on the verge of losing my Corvette. Now that's bad. God will get your attention. Listen, listen. If you've got somebody praying for you and they tell you you're on the wrong path or you're doing it wrong or you need to change and I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to pray whatever it takes, God, get a hold of you and change you. Honey, get right with God. That's all I can tell you. Get right with God and make the changes because something's coming down the pike you ain't going to like. God first comes with a carrot. And the other hand, though, is a rod. You can respond to the carrot. How many of you are hard-headed? Let me see your hands. See, I knew it. I knew it. Had a guy tell me one time, I'm hard-headed in the Lord. I said, do you happen to have a scripture and verse for that? Chapter and verse? No. Remember, the first offer is the carrot. The second one is the rod. If you don't like carrots... Boy, have you got a problem. 